You're listening to 17 Karat K-Pop. For more about this show, as well as my other podcast, How to Stand, visit 17karatkpop.weebly.com. There you'll find episode guides, as well as additional reading, more exclusive content, tons of great stuff. And never miss an update, an album review, interview, etc. by subscribing to the free newsletter, howtostand.substack.com. You could also become a paying subscriber on Substack, and that means you're supporting an independent creator and become part of a community, howtostand.substack.com. Enjoy the show! Welcome back to the show. I know I'm quite late to get to an SM Town New Year's Eve concert recap, but I think it will be worth the wait, and if 2022 just is not treating you right yet, let's go back in time to New Year's Eve and day one of 2022. So far, so good. The so far, so good period of the year. Next week is going to give you a boatload of new-to-you music recommendations, so stay tuned for that. Until then, let's talk about that SM Town show. I talked about the storyline it went through, the teaser videos, the whole cinematic aspects of it in the SM Town origin story episode called Espa and Quania 101. So go there for that story. This episode is just more of a review of the show, its performances, and comparing and contrasting to the 2021 New Year's show. This one broke new records for SM Entertainment, accumulating 51 million streams across 161 regions around the world. SM Entertainment actually sold around 18 million albums in 2021, nearly double the amount in 2020. Just a massive, massive increase. Also noteworthy, Sumi Lee, CEO, is the only Korean on Variety's 500 list for a fifth year in a row. SM Town made sure to make this show worth all those streams and extra memorable by debuting a new girl group. This girl group, GOT, Girls on Top, aka Got the Beat, is made up of female members of different SM Entertainment groups. Taeyeon and Hyo from Girls' Generation, Boa, Wendy and Sulgi from Red Velvet, and Karina and Winter from Aespa. They performed their debut song Step Back at that show and then it was like it never happened. So honestly, I'm quite surprised by that. That is unlike SM Entertainment to just premiere Sun and then not follow up right away. There's a group performance video you can watch of this debut single, but that's it. As of recording time, no official music video. There are established social media channels for this new girl group now, but no official big press conference they held, joint interviews, no content really, except that one performance video and single. So I don't know if this was like a trial run, a testing of the waters to see if people are into this, and if not, maybe which members they can swap out for others. I don't know, but it's very unlike them to not hype this up as much as possible and add a big, visually thrilling music video component. Just a very odd way to introduce us to a group for this company. It's funny, though, because as I was looking back at my comments I made on the SM Town review episode last year, I said one of my biggest issues with the show was no BOA mentioned. The lack of BOA in last year's show. This time they made sure she was front and center a lot, performed classic classic classics like Only One, and newer stuff like Better, so she had a career spanning set list and is now the head of this new super group, so they definitely made up for that this year. Another gripe I had about the show last year was a shiny comeback kept being teased and then nothing came of it. There was no big reveal, and it felt anticlimactic. 
I guess I kind of have the same complaint this year because of Girls on Top being kind of anticlimactic. Definitely thought more buzz would be long-term over them. Third issue I had with the past New Year's Eve show was that it was super obvious when artists were lip-syncing, relying heavily on backing track, things like that. This time, either they lip-synced less or got way better at hiding it. This time, I think it was much more polished. Although I will say the artist who most overtly still doesn't really have a hang of the lip-syncing thing, at least in this show, was you know. And one of my other issues with the previous show is also relevant for my review of this year's New Year's show, because the awkward and unpredictable transitions continued. These acts were just in no particular order, and that was honestly frustrating because this show was so long. It was funny because the first hour or so, I was like, where's NCT? That's it? Because you know me. And then not only were they like, don't worry, we're coming, but they're like, we're back again and again and again. But yeah, the spacing, the set list was so randomized that I had no idea when different acts were done. Because this show was just so long, which I loved. But I also just really wanted to know when it was going to end. I guess that's by design, that they want you to keep watching, thinking, my fave's not done yet, maybe they're coming back. But it was frustrating as a viewer, honestly. Every time it felt like a very sentimental moment or another moment where the song being performed was a perfect goodbye for now song, a perfect ending to the show, it wasn't the ending. It was like, psych, we have 10 more songs to perform. So I would have definitely given this night's events more order to them, more of a cohesive feel. While I'm talking about the cons of the night, let me just keep that up and then get to the pros. Some moments of obvious lip syncing, the lack of order. I would also say the MC segment where they were introducing girls on top with the super junior members kind of playing the role of MCs of a, an award show or something. That was a funny, goofy segment, but it felt very out of place because it was just the one. If they were going to do that, I feel like they should have done it throughout the show, not just one time. They should have made it like recurring or just not present because the once or twice they introduced us on felt very odd because it was only once or twice. The other issue I had with the show was I guess more anticlimactic stuff this year because it would have been the perfect time to drop NCT 127 tour dates. Yes, I'm still on this, waiting eagerly for them to announce more than just the Japan dates. A world tour should be on the way. Would have been a great opportunity to surprise us with those dates. The only big news really we got at that show was King Ta's upcoming single, but I honestly don't even think that was planned. I think it slipped out off the cuff. He was like, many singles coming out soon. So the actual potential for announcements during the show was pretty much ignored. Let me pivot now, though, to what I loved the most about the show. First of all, I love when these shows have reimagined classics. Different members from different groups coming together, injecting new life into it, new DJ remixes, new everything to old hits. It really just shows the versatility and longevity of some of these songs. Second of all, SM Entertainment continues to win with the tech they use. Kai's performances were super cool because the technology made it really look like he popped in and out of different locations throughout his performance. The event having to be remote this year was actually to the advantage of their filming because they got to put their classic SM technology on display. So the tech, the fresh life brought into old classics. And the other big thing I loved about the night 
I would have to say is the timing. Because as much as the structure I didn't like, because it was lacking, but the pacing I liked. So it was a very long show, but it felt quick. Honestly, I love in live concerts when the artists do talk to the audience so much, at least so much relative to Western acts, but I did like that they kept it moving. A couple artists took a second to say a few words, Happy New Year, etc., but they kept the talking between performances to a minimum, and I really liked that on this occasion. It's funny because looking back at my previous New Year's concert review, the things I noted as the highlights are very similar to what they were for this year's. SM Entertainment just knows what they do best. Like last year's show, I noted NCT came back again and again and again, and that I loved the usage of technology. I noted how Kai really seemed in his element. I noted the fashion was on point. I liked the remixes of songs. I loved the details, the teaser content, Easter eggs, etc. And I loved the song Hope, aka Hope from Kwanya, that all the members sang together at the end, which they did again this year. I was at first thinking, how could this year show top that year's? Because, hello, they're sending my name in a song. As my name shows up on the screen again and again, there's no way they can top it. But I didn't realize this year they were going to just do that again. I kind of assumed it was now a yearly new song they would debut as a full agency singing together. But I guess they made their tribute to me, their full-time theme song. Every year I have that to look forward to, and I'm touched. Some of my picks for best performances. Wendy's Like Water blew me away. Her with a live band in the wood setting, her vintage-looking white gown. It was just a beautiful scene that let her beautiful voice shine solo in a way we don't always get to see with Red Velvet. Just really keeping the focus on her voice here was nice for a change. Really, she just delivered a powerful performance. Key and Taeyeon did too with Hate That. I really liked that they performed it in separate train compartment rooms, and at the end they reunite at the same train station. So they really brought the theme of the song, the separation the song sings about, to life. And they just have such natural musical chemistry that I can't get enough of. Like I said before, I loved Kai's for the special effects. NCT's Vampire was cool because they kept that dance break in from the music video we love, Plus, they brought barks, the falling flower petals, the moving spotlights, really notable details I talked about before on the show. In that music video, they brought to the live performance. So it was like a live musical version of the video. Really love that they kept that core to the song. Super Junior really blew me away with their medley, spanning so many hits. Devil, and then newer stuff like Burn the Floor, The Crown. The crown got its due, belatedly, with the drama, the flame backdrop, the drama it always deserved but didn't get, so better late than never. I thought that was just a really cool nostalgia trip, as were Boa's performances. Taeyeon looked adorable singing Weekend as well. So I think ultimately the best were Wendy, Taeyeon, and Super Junior. Plus every mixed-up combination of members. Giselle joining Hyo for second. This on Zoo, which is never not funny to me because it's on an album that's very wintry, very just cheerful, chill music, ballads and stuff, sentimental stuff. And then the song Zoo is on the track list. Anyway, so that was performed. Shotaro joining Boa was a very cool cross-generational moment for K-pop. And I really liked the orchestral version of Black Mamba from Espa. Really unexpected fun. 
Side note, I recently read an interesting interview, which I'll link to on my site, about Espa's wardrobe and the designer, who's also designed for IU, Girls' Generation, BTS for the Black Swan video, so Soon Yun talked about Espa's unique color palette and how you'd expect kind of their warrior personas to lend themselves to bright, vivid colors, but actually they stand out more with the pastel pink they wear in some of their more recent teaser images. They play with color in interesting ways, and she really brought that up a lot. Also think it's notable, and I just love this, when she said, quote, fashion must hold fantasy. That's a beautiful way to describe what fashion can do to a story. Something SM Entertainment has always kept in mind are how the outfits can lend themselves to the storytelling. Anyway, so Espa continued to excel there. Other best-dressed winners, Taeyeon with the platinum silver hair, looking like an ice princess in Weekend. And then when she say hate that, she had these really cute mini braids with the half-up hair, glittery eye makeup, so cute. Also want to give a quick shout out to Boa for how good she is at dancing in heels. They were heeled boots, but still, she rocks. Feel free to let me know. I will put the comment feature on the Spotify version of this episode. What your favorite parts of the show were, who wins to you for best performance and best dressed, how it compares to you to last year's New Year's show, etc. Let me know your thoughts. I want to leave you with a handful of just random thoughts I had and notes I took during the show. Things to think about. One, happy year of the tiger. Hoshi just woke up and sent something after I said that. Two, man, this show made me miss Taemin and Baekhyun. Three, when Espa says I'm exhausted, I felt that. Four, I like that the song Zoo brings in references to NCT and Espa songs. They sing about making the news, like in Resonance, and they say I'm a savage, like in Savage. The live band is great. It really gives new life to performances. For Joy's Hello, for Wendy, the orchestra for Black Mamba. I want to point out that I totally think SM knew what they were doing by naming the new girl group GOT. Same acronym as Game of Thrones. Same acronym that can trend on social media because of that very clever marketing. I see what they did there. I noted that now I officially realized, watching this show, that the incoming voice that starts off NCT's sticker officially starts off other SM Entertainment artist songs too. Just add that to your bulletin board with red string image breaking down the SMCU like I do. I noted another smart marketing tactic they seemed to use was before the show started, they were playing a montage basically of their artist's music videos, but it was super smart. They played at most half of each song. So they introduced viewers to twice as many potentially new-to-them songs from classic SM Entertainment artists. So they introduced people to a ton of new music before the show even started. Lastly, I just had some appreciative comments I wanted to make about Show Me. Show Me was teased several times throughout the night, narrated by DJ Johnny, we love, and it was promoting this new live stream event recurring on YouTube from SM Entertainment. It was a cool way to tease that action, and it just reinforced to me how cool I think it is to see in a company that appreciation for each song, remixing it again and again, giving it new life again and again. And the whole Ice Cream DJ series is a great way to do that. I just love the art of working with songs and mixing them up. The art of DJing, I just greatly appreciate. It's a cool music appreciation activity and a fun sleepover soundtrack to have this routine DJ livestream event through this Show Me program. 
Side note, if you need to know which Show Me participant you should check out more than any of the others, it should be the one I released an interview with, 17karatkpop.weebly.com, DJ Mini Monster, who did the Kick It remixes. So I do think it was just a really great night for music, for appreciating the broad, impressive discography of so many SM Entertainment artists. I think it was very successful at drawing in new fans, in reviving an appreciation in old fans of truly how much content they've given us over the years, and how many surprises and remixes they still have up their sleeve for our faves. So overall, I definitely think the pros outweighed the cons. Really great way to start off the new year. And I would say ultimately, what makes it the most better than last year's is the SMCU additions. The further clarity and further questions raised by its intriguing intermission video teasers. The SMCU origin story of it all. Check out the Espa and Kwanya episode for that. But that's all for me today. Again, let me know your thoughts. Curious what you thought of the night. Hope you all enjoyed it too. Thank you all for listening to my thoughts today as always. Talk to you all again about a bunch of other topics very soon. See you next time. Bye, everyone.